Welcome to Flashback, a fan podcast about the CW series The Flash. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we have reached the end of season two. And uh, Barry and Zoom are going to have a race. I'm Steven Schleicher. Joining me again is Matthew Peterson. And Matthew, we have made it 23 episodes this season. Wow. And almost 10 of them had plot. Oh, come on now. Don't be so hard on this season. Oh, I shouldn't. It's, it hasn't been a bad season. There was some serious filler near the end. I, I but, think that there, yeah. I would I would say probably every third episode this season, you had filler. So I would say that, yes, a third to a fourth of the season, which would be four to five episodes, four, four to episodes. five episodes were completely filler. Yep. So what'd you think of this? I mean, what did, you know, this was a. Uh, in this uh, uh, episode, we find out that indeed Zoom is building something that mm-hmm. he will use to destroy the entire multiverse. As, as Caitlin says, he used to count his successes in the number of people that he killed, and now he's going to count it in the number of universes he wants to destroy. So he builds this giant device that he's going to power up thanks to uh, Barry's speed force powers and his powers combined that will detonate and destroy the multiverse because Earth-1, as we have learned in DC Comics over the years... DC Earth Prime is the nexus that holds the multiverse together. Yes, it's the center. It's the center of of everything. Yes, like New York. I wonder, you know, this episode episode starts out with the funeral for Henry Allen. Yes, and that is a very, it's it's a moving scene mostly because of Grant Gustin. Oh, I I, I love Jesse's, I love Jesse's speech. I thought it was the best. Yeah, it was it was very impressive, and I feel like Jesse Joe and, and Joe. I mean, I should Joe West. Yeah, the actor Jesse, Jesse L. Martin, the actor yeah. playing Joe West, gave an incredible speech. But throughout that, Grant Gustin just conveys utter anguish that his father is gone, and that's right. really really impressive work for a young actor, especially one that I occasionally tease for not having, not always showing off an amazing range. So I thought that was really solid. And I yeah. really did like the additional sequences we got after last last uh, week's murder where we get to see him actually fall. And he's like, Barry, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I felt like that all really worked. Yeah. So Barry's being conflicted about this. And he ultimately decides that after they discover what he's building, this thing called the Magnetar – that he will figure out a way to race Zoom. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this Magnetar because I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the first part of it first. Okay. Ma- oh, gosh, I don't know how do we talk about the Magnetar. Um, mm-hmm. it's a tar. It is a okay. So a Magnetar is okay. a special kind of neutron star. Okay, mm-hmm. it has a huge magnetic one of the strongest magnetic forces in the universe and if i remember correctly it's second only to the strong magnetic force that is holding the entire universe together Mm -hmm. that's how strong this weird magnetar neutron star is the weird thing and i looked this up according to paul sutter who's a research fellow at the uh, astronomical observatory of treatsy if you stand next to one or as you get closer to a magnetar you kind of dissolve Oh, which is kind of interesting because what Zoom has created is essentially the antimatter cannon mm-hmm. from Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yep, where Barry originally died, where he made the ultimate sacrifice by running around, running around, and absorbing. And the weird thing is, 
what he did in Crisis on Infinite Earth, Barry ran so fast that he created a speed vortex to draw the power of the anti-monitor cannon in, and he died in the process, which is exactly what Barry Allen did in this episode. He ran so fast that he drew the energy, and he ran, I guess, in the reverse direction because he reversed the poles. Right, reversed the polarity. And then you can uh, negate the magnetar. Which I thought was just fascinating that that is so close to what they did in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Other thing about that is uh, we learned from season one that at one point the uh, there was a giant crisis and the skies were red. Oh mm-hmm. man, when that magnetar is powering up, Matthew, skies <gasps> definitely are red. The skies all purple. There were people running before. Oh, before though, before Barry can race Zoom, mm-hmm. all his friends get together and say, "We're gonna lock you up." This is an intervention, Barry. And that is a very, very troublesome scene. For Why me is that? Well, this show has had a lot of, Barry, trust your feelings. Go. You have, you're the only one who can do this. You're the only one who can ever. And finally, all of the supporting characters pool their resources, shut him down, boot him with the anti-power collar, and lock him in the pipeline. Yeah, that was pretty Dude, good. that is cold. Well, they, that's where, they that's knew- where villains go to die. But they knew that Barry wasn't thinking right. They knew that Barry wasn't thinking right. They knew that if they let him, if they let him do what he wanted to do, he'd be dead. And he really needed their, the friend's power. And the friends, the team flash actually worked together to try Mm -hmm. to depower and take out zoom. The, the, the thing was that they were going to use Caitlin to uh, lure zoom out. Then they were going to shoot him with the, uh, with the, the the boot. And then vibe was going to open a portal and then they were going to shoot him with some trank darts, and then they were going to push him through to Earth 2, where he would apparently have been uh, lost his powers and not have been able to get back again. Perfect plan. I mean, it would be if your gun doesn't jam, and, and uh, Joe had to run up there and gets yanked by uh, Zoom at the last the second, neck. which was pretty cool. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty badass from Joe. He stabbed him in the neck with the two trank darts. But it also ends with Joe getting dragged back through the portal to Earth too, uh, which really makes which really makes Barry angry. Oh yes, it makes Barry a rage monster. And so he decides, hey, you guys, I don't care. You know, thanks to Wally, Wally finds out that Joe is gone too, and he's mad because he wasn't included in this plan. Right. Uh, so Wally acts very impulsively, and uh, and frees uh, frees Barry from his cell. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Barry's like, look, I'm gonna we're gonna fix this. Uh, let, me, let me make a long distance phone call via the speed force to Earth 2 so I can talk to a Zoom directly. Hello, have I reached the party to which I am speaking? This is the speed force. I'm going to bring the speed force back up again here in a minute. I have Mr. Floyd calling for Mr. Floyd. Because the speed force has a lot of, of very crazy properties to it. Yes. Uh, uh, which I guess kind of comes into play here. Yes, the Speed Force has done many, many things it, it over gives, the years. It gives you the power to have an infinite mass punch. Right, you because can, you matter can, equals velocity. Yeah, you can lend and steal speed from people. Uh-huh. Obviously, you can heal your wounds. We've seen this since the very beginning that Barry's metabolism is sped up and he can heal his wounds. Yes. Um, you can use your Speed Force as a shield. You can use it for flight. Apparently, you can use it for ESP and total recall if you are uh, stuck on Mars. Mm-hmm. Of course, obviously, it gives you super speed. Yes, it can uh, promote muscle growth, as we see in uh, in uh, one of uh, Wally's kids. Mm-hmm. It gives you intangibility, which allows you to phase through things. Right, and it allows you to create speed scouts. Yes, Impulse did that for years. 
Well, he did it. I think he did it a couple times. But the problem is uh, what it does, it allows you to create duplicates of yourself that can travel backwards and forwards through time. They can interact with things and they can also die. Yes. Um, which, which sounds, sounds like an awful lot. Like a time remnant. Doesn't it? Listen, if they would have just said, hey, look, I've created a speed scout. Uh, a super fast version of me that is split off that is part of the speed force. Yeah, you and I and 12 other people would have gone, oh, that's cool. And the, the people at home would have been like, no, Barrow? because because no, I think if you would have said, look, a part of me is channeling the speed force to create another version of me, a doppelganger of me, a, 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 a you know, a little uh, puppet of me. That would be a lot easier to explain to both the people in the show and the viewers at home, instead of trying to explain, I went back into the past, I talked to myself and said, hey, past self, I'm going to kill you, <laughs> but I'm still going to be alive. Right. And um, then we're going to be able to do all these things and save the world when you try to then scratch your head and go, but wait, if your past self is dead, how are you here now? And then you're sitting around shrugging your shoulders. It's uh-huh. an alternate past. It's, I, did, it's I know, but a it's future it's, that never came to be. Right, which is which is important for this story because yes. and, and this is my biggest problem with this episode, is a great deal of time is spent lap lamp shading or um Chekhov gunning yes, uh, what has been going do on. A lot of of catch up and again a lot it of foreshadowing. Does, it really does also cast a harsh light on how much of the last four or five issues or episodes have not been driving this main plot. Right. But in fact, have had everything else under the sun involved. Yes. And really almost every single episode has something that was played into this big, this big arc uh, ending. So what happens is as they're racing, as they're running to speed up the Magnetar, Barry creates a time remnant of himself Mm-hmm. That comes forward with him and they're racing and uh, time remnant Barry is the one that speeds around the magnetar, draws in the energy, causes it to explode. And in the process, as I said, when you stand too close to a magnetar, you kind of dissolve just like yep. Wally did in Crisis on Infinite Earths. No, like Barry did. Like what Barry did in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Wally's you do best. not know the difference between Barry and eh, Wally. Yeah, one of them has uh, eyes. The other one doesn't. <laughs> but here's the thing Barry was counting on his manipulation of time and screwing up with time mm-hmm. and again here's the big plot hole in this episode that we'll get to mm-hmm. in a moment remember this this is a little plot hole messing with the time calls forth the time wraiths right and the time wraiths come out looking for the person who just uh, created time remnant and destroyed the timeline and everything and they're looking for revenge and oh on the way, look who's there on the ground that Barry just beat up. It's, it's Zoom. We've been looking for that guy. So the Time Wraiths pick up uh, Zoom, Hunter Zolomon, and carry mm-hmm. him all back into the Speed Force where apparently he dies. Right. Which is interesting. That's fine because uh, Zoom has said all along that he has been hiding from the Time Wraiths. And he's been very careful in his manipulation of stuff so that they don't come after him. But did you notice that as... Zoom is being dragged into the Speed Force. He looked a lot like the Black Flash, almost exactly. No, not exactly. He is the Black Flash as they're dragging him in. His costume goes from all black to his uh, shield symbol going to white to red and his earbuds going to red. <laughs> He'll be back. I'm sure he will be because who is who is the Black Flash, Matthew? 
The Black Flash is basically the incarnation of death, capital D, mm -hmm. for people with superhuman speed. Um, don't don't tell uh, Neil Gaiman that, though. No, Neil Gaiman hates that. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's actually from a Grant don't Morrison. Tell don't tell Jack slash... Kirby that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Morrison-Miller joint from back when uh, Morrison and Miller were writing Flash together. Yeah. It's not nearly as trippy as you feel. But again, you do have death in a Flash suit. Mm-hmm. And the it's, weird thing about the Black Flash is that his story, I don't want to say it doesn't make sense. The Black Flash story? Of, no, it totally doesn't. It doesn't make Okay, so it's it, not just No, me. because it's an interesting concept that the Speed Force has created a black racer, essentially, a Jack Kirby New God concept um, mm -hmm. that will chase down speedsters at the end of their life, their moment of death. And as things were retconned, um, we did see, and this is retro continuity, not as it actually happened in Crisis on Infinite Earths. But in the mm -hmm. retcon, we saw a black flash chasing down Barry Allen. We saw Johnny Quick see one before he died. Max Mercury had mentioned at one point that he had seen the black flash chasing him down. And that would have been fine if that was the concept of this thing. The spooky uh, specter of death. Ooh. That chases down speedsters and draws them into the speed force when they die. That would have been perfectly acceptable, except Black Flash stuck around for like 43 issues <laughs> until they finally discovered that somehow Black Death, Black Flash had infected Barry and he turns into the Black Flash and goes around killing heroes. And it wasn't until they find out that it was Professor Zoom that was behind this transformation of Barry into the Black. It's just stupid. It really is stupid. It really Look, is stupid. Here's the thing. Modern DC creators, and I won't mention any names, <laughs> uh, love Barry Allen and love for him to be the center of everything. So having him go back and be the actual thing that killed him makes sense because they also wrote a story where he went back in time and became the lightning bolt that gave him his powers. And gave, uh, that gave Wally his powers, too. He's a walking bootstrap paradox yes. is yes. what he is. yes. I, I'm, I like the look, I like the aesthetic, I like the concept behind Black Flash, but I'll be honest with you, from 98 until 2009, could care less about any appearance that the Black Flash had made. In fact, I probably couldn't tell you but maybe one issue where the Black Flash appeared in, and even then I could probably barely tell you what happened in that issue, except that... Um, he's Flash. Except he's Flash, and he comes out and he goes, uh, what did he say? Something like, die. So it's, it, it's interesting that they incorporated it into, I like the fact that when we saw the, when I saw the costume change into that, I was like, oh, wow, that's Black Flash. That's yep. kind of cool. Uh, Hopefully he'll come back as Black Flash. It would be interesting, right? Um, huh? If the Speed Force is using the him now as their, as their conduit for death. It'd be interesting. Uh, time Remnant thing I thought was kind of an interesting out for this. Um, and it was, again, a nice tie to comics. In fact, uh, um, Barry and Zoom actually did race in uh, Jeff Johns and Scott Collins' arc called Zoom. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Blink? Uh, no, it wasn't Blink. That's where Black Blink. Flash first uh, showed up. But it w ran in a Flash 198 to 200, where uh, Zoom oh. attacks Wally, believing that the Flash can only be a better hero by experiencing ultimate sorrow. So that was mm. what. That's what happened in that arc. Yeah, it sounds terrible. a lot like of what was going on here where um, right? Zoom was constantly baiting him going, oh, you're almost there. You're almost like me. I just <sighs> have to kill a few more of your friends. Kill your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, then we, uh, then after Azuma's defeated, we finally get mm-hmm. to find out who the man in the iron mask is. And sure enough, as speculated, it is, it is the real Jay Garrick from earth three, John Wesley ship. Yep. Which is a kind of a freak out moment for uh, Barry because he can't deal with it because it's his dad. Right. Well, his daddy was just murdered and now this stranger with his daddy's face showed up. I mean, it literally has been less than 24 hours for him. Yeah, yeah. Since he saw his father murdered. That's got to be a mind scrambler right there. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. That's, that's not cool. And as you, uh, as you determined, um, Harry and Jesse decide to go back to Earth 2. They're going to mm-hmm. take uh, Jay Garrick with them and Jay's mm-hmm. got his own super suit, which... I don't know how he got his own super suit. Uh, I think the implication was that Jay had stolen fake Jay. Hunter Zolomon had stolen his suit. But the thing is, the suit that he has yeah, is not, not the, the suit, suit that Zolomon wore. No, because, yeah, it's but a totally different seem, suit. They seem to imply because Joe actually says to him, so uh, Zoom stole your colors, too, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe the implication is that he had the suit on under his coverall or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I just found that a little odd. But I was really, really, really disappointed that it wasn't um, 90s costume. 90s costume. I, I mean, I understand part of me, part of me just part of me just wants that from a fanboy perspective. But as, as you're going to say, I can understand yeah. why they didn't. It would work in this. And you especially know, with the character's name being John Garrick. Right, Jay Jay I'm disappointed that it's not, well, it, what this is, is a legacy casting gag now. Right, right. I'm disappointed that it's not Barry Allen from the 90s show, but honestly, that's a lot of complexity to throw in here. Oh, if it that's, had turned out to be Barry Allen? If they said yeah. it's literally Barry Allen. Yeah, yeah. You know, they didn't really have enough room to deal with who is it. And I'm fine with them creating a Jay Garrick who resembles the Jay Garrick that we knew. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, we have that elder statesman feel and the character playing him is the character who used to play the flash. Yeah. So we get that, you know, it, honestly, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, John Wesley ship can act circles around these beautiful children. So when he comes and steps out and says, I'm Jay Garrick, the real, Jay Garrick. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you are, baby. I don't know if you have seen it. But, you know, in the show, everything's a little bit dark and they kind of, you know, keep the lights turned dim. Have you mm. seen the full on lit Jay Garrick costume with him in it? Yes. Oh, God. It looks, it looks horrible. So weird. It's so horrible looking. I mean, but I'm sure I all the costumes it. look that I, I guess I do, too. Um, <laughs> but here's the problem. Yes. I'm hoping. Well, there's a couple problems. Um. He says he's from Earth 3, which... Well, he says that, it, I suppose you'd call my home Earth 3. Which is somewhat of a problem because Earth 3 is the Earth where everyone's evil, which is kind of what Earth 2 was this season. Right. I don't know that that's a problem, though. I think that's an expectation that well, we bring from the comics. True, except... Because Earth 2 is not the tradition. No, no, no it's not. No, it's not. It's more along the lines of the Earth 3. It's honestly not any of the four traditional Earth 2s that we've seen in the various iterations of the multiverse. Right. My concern is by saying Earth 3, people are going to track this down 
and learn about Earth 3, which is the evil universe, the reverse universe, where everyone who's left-handed is right-handed, where mm-hmm. um, uh, President John Wilkes Booth was shot by actor Abraham Lincoln, where Columbus mm-hmm. discovered Europe and, and came from America, those kinds of things. Which, and that Johnny that Quick- sounds more like Earth 2. Right, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. And so my fear is people are going to look this up and they're going to say, oh, this is the Flash from Earth 3. This guy's really Johnny Quick. This is going to be the bad guy. For next season, we're getting another bad speedster next season, and it's going to be John Wesley Shipp. And I don't think that's the case. I agree with you, and I don't think that that's going to be, frankly, on anybody's mind, because if you go and try and look up Earth 3, what you're going to find is an endless, just a knot, a Gordian knot of stories. As as I said on the uh, flashback article, uh, trying to understand Earth 3 is about as easy as trying to have Barry explain a time remnant to you. Right, which doesn't make any sense either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so at the end, everyone's sitting around, kind of rejoicing, you know, it's not the big uh, Rodney Dangerfield uh, uh, pool party uh, celebration. Hey, everybody! Let's all take a shower! <laughs> yeah. It's not that kind of a celebration, because, you know, uh, now poor Barry's lost both his parents. He has. But he or can, has he? He can change that by running back in time... Knocking out Zoom, bef- uh, yeah, Zoom, or no, Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash. Before he kills his mom, thus saving his mom. And when right. he arrives there, when he's saving his mom, he looks at his season one self who's popping out of the door. And instead of waving him away and saying, no, 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 everything's okay. This has got to happen. He goes ahead and saves his mom and in the process watches his past self dissolve and disappear. Fade away. Flashpoint, Matthew. Flashpoint. Uh, Flashpoint. Which is which is going to be super interesting, right? Because if they follow up on it. Well, we know in the Flashpoint comic book, mm-hmm. um, Eobard Thawne tricks mm-hmm. Flash into running back in time, saving his mom. And when he does that, he sets off a chain reaction that totally alters reality where um, instead of uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne dying in the alley, it was Bruce Wayne that died in the alley and Thomas uh, became Batman. Uh, It's a world where Atlantis and Themyscira are at war with one another. Uh, It is a war where it is a world where Barry Allen wakes up the next morning, not remembering what happened the night before and his mom's there and he's like, wow, mom, you're alive. This is great. This is wonderful. I don't know how this happened. Let me let me run right over and, oh, my God, I don't have speed powers anymore. By going and saving his mom and his dad, because now there was never a murder, Barry doesn't ever get shipped off to go live with Joe West. Barry's never motivated to become a CSI to try to solve who really killed his mother and thus free his father. He's never a CSI. He can't be in front of a batch of chemicals when that particle accelerator explosion goes off, thus turning him into a, into the flash. <laughs> he, I mean, that's essentially the, the point of flashback. We just went through a whole thing where Barry said goodbye to his mother and learned that it's okay <laughs> if you're going to be a hero to suffer loss. And that's what I think the Speed Force was really trying to tell Barry was, hey, man, your mom's not the only one that's going to die. Your dad's going <laughs> to die, too, and you need to be prepared for that. But no, Barry is not. He wants to save his mom. And that's kind of <laughs> where the that's kind of where the um, the season ended. That is exactly where the season ended, which... but. Okay, if he's never the Flash, the particle accelerator could still go off. But if he's never the Flash, do the time wraiths 
still exist? Because he's now done altered the, the timeline to where the Wraith should be coming after him like, dude, you have messed up time more times than we can count. We're coming for you. Yeah, the Dementors should be after him. They should be. But here's the thing about it, and here's what I think we're going to see in season Okay, you, three. you tell me you what ready? you think you're going to see. All right, we're going to see Barry learning that this was a mistake. Oh, I'm sure. And he's, he's going to set it right, but it's not going to be immediately set right, and there are going to be some changes. And one of those changes is going to be that suddenly his Earth has a national city, and that yeah, national city has a, a Supergirl of, in A it. lot of people have already speculated that this is the easy way to get um, Supergirl into this universe so that they can have their big um, – their big thing, which is fine. If that's, if that's their, if that, if that is their out, that is fine. Yep. Here's what I think is going to happen next season Mm -hmm. because, because Nora and Henry live, they can have another child. They can have another child who also grows up to be a speedster. And we're going to see cobalt blue next season. No. Who is cobalt blue, Matthew? Cobalt Blue is Barry Allen's lost evil twin brother, who I believe was actually adopted and raised by the Thawne family. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Mm -hmm. Which means that the ongoing rivalry between Allens and Thawnes, and this was set up, the Flash legacy as set up by Mark Wade and later uh, later, uh, writers, goes on and on through the centuries. Hush, other writers. (laughs) We do not say lesser. We just say other. <laughs> it took Scott Johnson to task. He was he was going off about how great Jeff Johns was in, in handling the uh, the Flash, and I was like, um, actually, Mark Wade is the greatest writer Mark, of the Flash of all time. Mark Wade, okay. <laughs> First of all, you're both wrong. It's Gardner. Gardner Fox. Fox. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Now here's the important bit. Barry's twin brother, whose name escapes me, was raised as a thorn. Right. But he has these weird powers that I believe allow him through- to. Through a sapphire that he that he wears. And I believe it allows him to disrupt, either disrupt super speed or disrupt the speed force. Mm-hmm. But he also has the, the super speed as well. And he, he basically uses his powers to mess up his brother's day, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And then, if I'm not mistaken, Wally is the one who defeats him because he doesn't show up until well after Barry was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The first time. Oh, yeah. And I just, it was just something that occurred to me. It's like, oh, if mom and dad are alive, they could have another kid. Barry had a kid brother, a twin brother in this case, but yeah, we can see a cobalt blue episode happen in this. All right. Here's, here's, here's the thing about that. Ew. And also, I'm just saying, cobalt blue? Uh, well, it was probably Jeff Johns. <laughs> oh, well then we'll almost certainly see cobalt blue. No, he was created by Wade and Augustine. Well, and here's why, here's why I, I continue to, to joke about Mark Wade being the greatest flash writer of all time, because he is, um, more, more than anything that we've seen in these two seasons owes itself to Mark Wade's run and the concepts that Wade created during his run than what any, you know, third tier villain that Jeff Johns created. Now, granted, Gardner Fox did give us uh, Christ or uh, the, the, the multiverse. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think Wade contributed more to things that we've seen in this show than than any other any other writer. You know, Gardner wrote the first appearance of I know of all the villains. Jay Garrick. Yeah, yeah. He wrote the first appearance see, of Cobalt Barry Allen. Blue he was wrote created the first by... appearance of Wally West. Oh yeah, uh, Wade and Augustine. Yeah, Wade and Augustine. Yeah. Malcolm Gardner Pony. Fox was the first writer of all of these super speed schmucks. That's all Not I'm saying. I, I think we'll yes. see, that's my prediction: is we'll see Cobalt Blue. 
That is my. And then, we'll, and, then we'll, and then that will help uh, Barry get back into the Speed Force, realize his mistake. And here's the other thing, too. <laughs> here's the other thing, too, that I think is probably the biggest implication of Barry essentially changing history and then having to go back and make it happen again. All those villains that have been killed uh-huh. don't necessarily have to be dead. Because if oh, there's not a Flash and a Team them. Flash killing them, uh-huh. they're still running around. That means the Mirror Master can come back. Well, Mirror Master was never in the show, but what oh, I'm saying Captain is, Captain Cold can come back. Yeah, man. Uh, but with Turtle, you know, you could bring back the Turtle. I mean, why you do could, you want the Turtle? There's Nobody something likes about the turtle. there's something about that character which is fascinating. But I'm just saying that all those characters that they've killed. I mean, we saw uh, Pied Piper come back through time manipulation. I think oh, that they can oh. they can erase all the mistakes because Barry and Joe have this conversation where Barry's like, I am going to kill Zolomon. And Joe's like, uh, so you really want to go kill somebody? And Joe's and instead he's acting like it's a complete surprise that Barry's going to kill someone where for the last Barry's two years, all they've been doing is killing years. people. Yeah, exactly. So he's acting, well, you know, it's, it's really they've been weird. doing it the Batman way where they put someone in harm's yeah, I way. I don't and, have to save oops. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Saw. I yeah. want to play a game. So I think that that could be a way to undo some deaths. Now, it's not going to undo uh, Captain Cold's death. Sure it is. No, it's not going to undo Captain Cold's death because that was sure a different show that that happened. Sure um, it is. But I think that. I just want to see Captain Cold return. No, I'm sure we will see Captain Cold return because. Uh, you have to Captain, understand. Captain Cold doesn't die until the future, which means that you can have a lot of stories that take place in the present day with him. <laughs> and time manipulation too. Don't forget time. I mean, time. if Hawk Girl can meet herself, her past self, her older past self, then past uh, we can get Captain Cold back again. Which I really thought he was going to be back at the end of that that episode. But that's a whole different so show. That's the uh, DC Legends Tomorrow Fan Podcast. That uh, and we don't do that show. No, we don't. Not yet. Um, but um, but there you go. We might. So. I don't know. I was satisfied with this episode. This was not the tearjerker that um, uh, the runaway dinosaur was. No. And as a season finale, this was weaker than the season finale from season one. But it has the same, I think, honestly, it has the same strengths and the same weaknesses as the season one finale in that it gives us a lot of really, really emotional moments. It gives us things that sort of tie together until you sit back and go, wait. And I really do feel like that ending those last few bits. Where are Barry's starting- trying to explain a time wraith and where it's like even the writers are like, fudge, we don't even know what we're doing. No, that that we're, we're pulling the like stuff out of our ass worked. every week, people. It's comic books. That worked because they set that up what ten episodes ago with the reverse flash thing. Yeah, which I'm fine with. But I feel like when he went back and he created the paradox and he's like, Mom. Mom, it's okay. He's not going to hurt you anymore. Right. He'll never hurt you anymore. That is a hook for next season, and that's just cruel. That's just cruel and mean and Mr. Wolf, fire. I hate that. But I hate it in a way where I'm definitely going to be back next season. Oh, who's not going to be back next season? I still think uh, that. I'll bet you Callista Flockhart. Well, that's a different show. Of all the, of all the shows mm-hmm. that the CW, CBS uh, control, the Berlanti Arrowverse. Um, this one is still the strongest one. And I know some people have said that, um, when flash was introduced, a lot of attention was turned away from arrow. And so, you know, it's, it arrow has kind of become that, that oldest child that no one cares about anymore. Cause there's the new child. And then there are people who have said that, um, 
you could really tell that the attention was drawn away from the flash in the second half of the season because of DC's legends of tomorrow. And they're thinking the same thing's going to happen next season where there's all this attention going to be focused on Supergirl and legends of tomorrow and flash and arrow are really going to drop off. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I saw an interview. I saw an interview with Grant Gustin um, because my concern was, wow, they're really making if this Flashpoint event is occurring, it's really going to make um, the Arrowverse a much darker place at a time when the comic books are trying to become a much lighter place. Um, But my I, I saw an interview with Grant Gustin. And he said, oh, no, Barry is still next season. Barry is still the super optimistic person that you know and expect, even though I don't know if anyone's seen any scripts yet. But um, that's what Grant Gustin has said, that he still will be an optimistic person. I also read an interview with John Wesley Shipp. And what he say? I'm he coming said back that, as a villain next season. <laughs> no, he said, I'll be back next season. And they've got some really interesting stuff for me to do. Well, of course, he'll be back next season. His mom and dad are both alive. You say that. Well, I mean, that would be, I mean, why would his dad be dead? Why do we assume that his dad, why would his dad be alive just because he saved his mom? Because then his dad never would have had to gone to jail. Wally would have never become the Flash. It would never created a a paradox where Zoom would have to come and kill his father. But what if his dad was uh, hit by a bus? Well, I mean, those things could still happen. But I mean, initially the, the, the concept would probably be that, hey, his parents are both still alive. He has made a drastic change to the timeline. We saw his past self disappear. Well, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that things are going to be. I mean, that could be, I mean, that could be the impetus, right? That could be, uh, um, Henry is crossing the street, gets hit by the bus. Barry is not flat fast enough to rush out there to save him. Thus he learns this lesson and he strives to get his powers back by begging them to electrocute him again until he gets his powers back. I mean, that could be the whole thing, right? It's interesting. I don't know. Is that, is that what your Reddit pages are saying? I don't read Reddit. Lies. No, I don't. <laughs> I. This is the thing. I have no interest in other people's fan theories. You just uh, said you much, read. I read an interview with oh, John okay. Wesley Shipp. See, when I say I read it, that is a yes, verb. Yes, you said you read it. A noun, not <laughs> Reddit. Yeah. <sighs> uh. I, I, I enjoyed also, this episode. You're right. I don't agree that this was as strong as, as last season. Uh, but as far as we know, the season finale for this episode did not have the the big continuity error that the uh, ending of last season had. <laughs> where where Hawk Girl takes off and then uh, in the middle of this season, she's like, I don't, I don't, what are you talking about? I don't have any powers. <laughs> did not have anything like that. I will okay. say, however, the reveal of uh, Rex Tyler over there in DC's Legends of Tomorrow does have me very yeah. excited. I will say the moment where Jay's like, I don't want that hat. I don't want nothing to do with that hat. And yeah. they're like, well, you could make that hat. And he's like, you know, I could turn this hat into a symbol of hope. And he puts it on and they do that. Da, 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 and he, does his little, and he does his little nod. A little tip of the hat to, to Barry. He does the hat, the hat till. I mean, I like him. I like him as Jay Garrick. I do too. I think that this may finally be our chance to get that elder statesman Garrick that we miss so where, much back. Where he pops in, uh, uh, gee, Cisco, I need to talk with my with my dad. I mean, I need to talk to somebody that understands me. Okay, hold on. He vibes open a portal, yanks yanks Jay Garrick in. Yes, son. And he calls him son because he's old. 
And so Barry thinks he's his real dad. And so they have a, a very important, a very important episode of the flash. And then at the end of it, he's like, do you need any help? No, dad, I think I got this. I mean, Jay, I'm sorry. I, I think I got this. And then vibe opens the portal back in and he walks in. That, that can happen like the beginning and end of every episode, right? That would be awesome. Important, important life lessons are being learned. Okay. Here's the thing you need to know. First of all, we are nearly 46 years old. Hey. John Wesley Ship is 61. Yeah. So? He's only a little more than a decade older than us. He's not an old dude. Yeah, but to Barry he is. 61 is the to new Barry 35. To Barry well, he true. is. That's what I'm talking it's about. It's a CW show. Everybody on the CW is 19. Well, that's so. why I was initially disappointed at the beginning of the season when uh, Zoom walked in, when Jay Garrick was introduced, and I was like, he's a young dude. Jay Garrick needs to be an old man. Yep. And and by old man, again, if we go back to the time, Jay Garrick had been retired and he was in his 50s, early 60s. So, uh, you know, we, there is that there is that issue of what what is this definition of an elder statesman? What is the definition of old? You know, to my kids, I'm ancient. Um, Zach is ancient. ancient. Zach is ancient to them. Um, but, you know, to a lot of other people, you're right. It's not old. Uh, but to Barry, here is somebody who's his father's age, an older man, an old man. That is Jay Garrick. And to me, Jay Garrick is an old man and should be an old man. And I'm glad we've got old man Jay Garrick. You kids, get off my speed force. Hey, get out of my lightning. I'm keeping this. So bottom line overall for this season, better than last season? Overall, I'd say that it's kind of a wash. I feel like both seasons had major advantages. I feel like one had a lot more to prove and had a stronger ending. Right, right. But then I felt like the the low points of season one were not as low as the low points of season two. But then mm. I also feel like the high points of season two, it's, it's a more than... consistent overall season. Yeah. So I feel like season one had some real kick butt moments that we didn't get in season two, but then it also had, you know, the. So you think they both kind of even, both evened each other out. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. It's a balance where the mean, the, the, the median, the whatever other math concept you want to have is very similar. I would say they are both strong seasons. I feel like the time travel and the super speed and the alternate earths made this season feel choppier. Mm-hmm. But the overall effect at the end is still, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel it. I still, I like this. And, you know, there was not an episode in season one that stuck with me as hard as the runaway dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. I don't know. The one where he uh, time traveled. That time travel episode was good, yeah. but even it had those moments of Nish. yeah. I think and um, the you know the tried and true soap opera thing of Iris is now ready for him, but oh yeah, no, yeah. he's not ready for Iris. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, there's just part of me that goes, and now she should go off and get pregnant by her third cousin. There was and it could be an episode of As the World Turns. There was a lot less monster of the week this season. Yeah. Which was nice. I, I like that because sometimes the monster of the week was still Jay Garrick is the monster of the week uh, or Zoom is the monster of the week. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I thought that there was a lot less of that. And I, I kind of was hoping that they would have learned from Smallville. I mean, that wasn't a Berlanti production. But I mean, as far as CW hero shows go, the monster of the week trope does get old. And by the end of the first season, I was kind of getting really tired of, oh, who are we going to introduce and kill this week? This season, the deaths were a lot less. 
some of the undoing mm-hmm. was a lot less and the monsters of the week were a lot less. And I think that's only because they're running through a lot of the main um, flash villains. They've basically wiped them all out or have gotten them all out of the, the bag, <laughs> um, which is kind of the same problem that Supergirl had because they're basically going, well, what Superman character can we throw in here now? Without stepping on a major movie property, Vartox. Oh God, I cannot wait. Maybe that's who was in the uh, in the shuttle at the <laughs> at the end of uh, season oh, one. Oh, I'm Vartox. That would be okay. awesome. That would be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? I've come to repopulate my world, and it's, and it's played lady. by Sasha Baron Cohen. No, Sasha Baron Cohen in a, in a giant singlet. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be oh, I th- yes, I think Zartos by Sasha Baron Cohen would be. Excellent. You know what? I hate to say it, but if anybody's going to wear that Sean Connery costume from Zardoz, yes. it should be Candace Patton. That, no. <laughs> that, I think that would be interesting. Uh, interesting. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this season of a Flashback. Thank you, everyone, for going on this journey with us. And we'll be back next season to talk about season three. And until then, remember, run, Barry, run. Run.